The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. When the real crisis hit Dublin Airport a few weeks ago with those enormous queues running for hours, there were lots of calls for the army to be sent in and we were told it wasn't possible. But today the government has confirmed that it has agreed to a request from the Transport Ministers Eamon Ryan and Hildegard Nocton that Defence Forces staff do prepare for training to provide security screening at Dublin Airport. Apparently, this is at the request of the DEA, which is worried about losing further staff numbers to COVID-19. So, what are the Defence Force members likely to make of this? We're joined by Jared Guinan, General Secretary of PD Fora. Uh, have you been told officially yet that your members may be required for such duties? Um, Matt, we got a short notice uh, this morning uh, that the matter was going before Cabinet um, and we saw the press release afterwards. That was uh, the height of the engagement that we have received. And what do you make of it? Surprised, um, given that um, Minister Coveney had come out in April and said that um, you know the Defence Forces are extremely busy, which is he's absolutely correct on. And the Taoiseach had said, you know, as late as last month that, um, you know, that he didn't see a role for the Defence Forces uh, out in the airport. Um, so we're a little bit surprised to hear this. Um, that it, it, it comes quite a shock. What sort of role do you think could be envisaged for you? Um, I'm not too sure, Matt, to tell you the truth. I, I know I, I heard you say there that we would be involved in security tra- uh, security screening. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Um, I take it, you know, that the recruitment campaign that the DEA have been um, progressing, uh, it takes longer than, you know, two or three weeks to train somebody to do some of the roles that are there. I don't see that the Defence Forces could come in and and do that, you know, do the, do the, the um, training uh, that somebody else could do in 15 weeks. You know, we, we're very good, but I, I, I suspect that uh, there are some specialist roles out there that require specialist training, and, and I don't know uh, what we're supposed to be um, required to do. Well, I suppose it would be an assumption that uh, security is something that you would know about in the Defence Forces, that army people would be best placed perhaps to searching bags and finding things that shouldn't be there. I, I don't honestly know, um, Matt, that that would actually be the case. Um, like I said, I think some of the roles out there in the DEA require specialist training. I've worked in bomb disposal myself for years, but I, I know that some of the training that they receive out there is extremely specialist. And I, I don't honestly know that the Defence Forces would um, be in a position to undertake that. Again, I think we'll have to wait and see what uh, role is envisaged for us. It, it really is an operational matter, uh, and and um, what roles that we will be we will have to play. And we, we're awaiting uh, any sort of announcement from um, military authorities in that regard. Presumably, as well, if you're told you have to do it, you do it, don't you? You're not in a position to actually say you won't do it. Refuse an order. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if government orders to do something, we will do it. It's the same as um, it has been um, over the last two years. We've gone from crisis to crisis. Members have been stretched extremely thin on the ground. They are, um, you know, a lot of members are at at, at breaking point. Um, But we will do whatever is required of us and whatever is demanded by government. Yeah, so what sort of different things have you had to do during COVID that you might not have expected Um, as part of your normal duties? Well, I think the, the, the whole COVID, uh, we've had to do a lot of logistics, a lot of uh, 
testing and screening. Um, we were involved with the HSE, with the cyber attack. So we've been involved in a multiple of, of, of roles, um, you know, that wouldn't ordinarily be part of the, the day-to-day running of the Defence Forces. And during that time of the COVID, when the whole country sort of put their shoulder to the wheel, the Defence Forces were involved centrally. And we would have had a lot of training suspended mass and a lot of... Um, uh, you know, sort of things went by the side, uh, you know, in order to um, come to the aid of the state. And I think that members had been expecting a, a, a period where we could begin to re-engage in professional training and, and sort of get back to norms. Uh, this is, you know, this is what happens. OK, well, one final one to you, Jerry Guinan. I mean, did you get financial compensation for the extra work that you've done? And would you expect it here in Dublin Airport? Because some people are suggesting that there are many members of the Defence Forces who might not be paid as well as people operating the security in Dublin Airport are. It wouldn't be acceptable to PD4 to have people, uh, our members, working alongside um, civilian staff who are better paid than you know, than our members who are doing the same work. I think that, look, it, we, we, we've been promised payment in relation to the pandemic payment. It hasn't materialised. I know it hasn't materialised for a lot of nurses and other frontline staff as well. We've been left waiting for that. Um, I know that um, members would be disappointed if we were placed in a position where we were um, working for less than, than a going rate. Thank you very much, Gerard Guinan, General Secretary of PD4. 087-4100-102 gives you the last word by text or by WhatsApp. Are you happy with the idea of redeploying members of the Defence Forces to look after security at the airport to get those queues down to more manageable levels, particularly if there's a loss of staff to COVID-19? The last word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.